Restaurant Unstoppable, episode 440. Sometimes an analogy I use is the same way the POS is the center of the brick and mortar property. Bento Box is the center of the digital property. It, it helps the digital property run in all way, everything from updating content to pre- processing transactions to um, you know, hosting press and uh, communications. And so there's um, so it's, it, it can be so much more and there's so much to take advantage of. Are you ready for it factors, success stories, failures, and bombs of restaurant industry knowledge? Then join Eric Cacciatore and today's incredible guest as they share what it takes to become unstoppable. 89% of guests research a restaurant online before dining out. Your website is your first impression. So answer me this question honestly. What does your website say about your restaurant? Also, websites are no longer static brochures. They're dynamic tools that can help you drive revenue. Head over to getbento.com and see why thousands of restaurants trust Bento Box with their websites. And if you mention Restaurant Unstoppable, you can save up to $1,500 on initial setup. Get on it. Payroll and benefits are hard, especially when you're a small business. Gusto is making payroll benefits and HR easy for modern small businesses. You no longer have to be a big company to get great technology, great benefits, and great service to take care of your team. To help support Restaurant Unstoppable, Gusto is offering our listeners an exclusive limited time deal. Sign up today and you'll get three months free once you run your first payroll just go to gusto.com slash unstoppable with excitement allow me to introduce to you today's guest crystal mobiani crystal are you feeling unstoppable today Absolutely. Yes, that is what we like to hear. So Crystal Mobiani is a graduate of Philadelphia University and the founder and CEO of Bento Box. Bento Box offers restaurants, beautiful, mobile-friendly websites that drive revenue and customers and complete with a simple hospitality-focused management system, hosting, and exceptional customer service. Obviously, we're just scraping the surface about who you are. I can't really wait to dive into um, how you got to where you are today and the story behind Bento Box and what you guys offer. But let's get that motivational inspirational ball rolling with a success quote or mantra. What do you have for us? Uh, one thing that um, I like to think about uh, throughout the day. And as we're thinking about how we're growing Bento box is this idea. It's a, it's a, it's a Japanese concept called Kaizen. Yes. Um, and it really relates to what we're doing here at Bento box because we, we built the company um, really by listening to like the, feet on the ground, the customers, and continuously iterating and, and um, innovating on that. And uh, the idea that like our work is never done, that we can always be better and um, uh, making sure that we eliminate like unnecessary process or hierarchy that would prevent us from, you know, getting to like the best product possible. Beautiful. Uh, and uh, I can't really, I can't wait to dive into like the, the things that your customers are telling you and how you evolved over the years. I'm going to throw in a little caveat here. Uh, everybody knows I'm on the road right now. I'm traveling. I'm sitting here at, at Crank and Boom Ice Cream and we're right next to a busy road. So I apologize if you guys can hear the big trucks going by. Uh, I'm just grateful to be here talking to Crystal and uh, it's just the, the nature of the beast I get with taking a podcast <laughs> on the road. So uh, thank you for understanding. And uh, 
I guess, where, when did you get into the whole idea? It looks like you kind of have a background with design, web design. Uh, mm-hmm. When did you want to break off and do your own thing? Like, why the restaurant industry? Well, um, uh, breaking off to, you know, work for myself after working for a bunch of agencies in New York, um, it was, re- I, I have sort of a natural curiosity to understand how, the bigger picture of things work. Um, and when you're, you know, playing a small role in a company, in a large company, you don't really get that perspective. Um, and you sort of don't really reach your full potential uh, that way. So um, starting to work for myself was um, a really important part of that journey and me like growing as a, as a professional and as an individual. Um, and, you know, did that for a couple of years and worked with all different kinds of clients from like nonprofits to startups to fashion brands. And um, when it came to, I, I ended up doing the website. This was way before Bento Box even existed, but doing the, uh, the website for a well-known restaurant here in New York. And um, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what there was something about that, uh, about working with them and working with someone in the restaurant industry, uh, which has been, you know, uh, the restaurants have been a really important part of my life in terms of uh, giving me some of the best experiences of my life. And, and I really wanted to like give back to this industry that has given that to me. Yeah. And I don't know if I just listened harder, I cared a little bit more and um, just really learned what a lot of restaurant owners were the pain points they were feeling online as technology was becoming more important and how the, as a service provider, the tools that were currently out there at that time fell short of being able to provide them with what they were looking for. And there's just a lot of empathy I think I had. And, and after talking to a bunch of restaurant owners and learning that these seeing the pattern and these frustrations and needs, it became, it was a no brainer to build a platform that, that addressed that. And, um, and, uh, that's really how, how it got started. It felt very obvious at the time. And, and I think the care about this specific problem just came out of like the great experiences that I've gotten as a, as a patron of like so many restaurants. So I'm really curious. You piqued my interest. Who, who was this restaurant that helped you, or who you first worked with and who kind of got you started? Well, you know, it's not, it's not a restaurant that's on bento box. So I, I don't, I don't, I don't mention it. It was just a okay. restaurant that I worked with. Um, <laughs> okay. It was Momofuku, but the first, um, the first restaurants on bento box shortly after that were the Breslin and the meatball shop here in New York. And they are still on it today. Oh, it's so great. And what's really great about creating something awesome as a restaurateur, and when you have that, that press and you, you, you stand out, you are able to touch and impact so many lives down to the people who make your websites and being able to provide mm-hmm. opportunity to all these people. So it's really kind of cool to hear that, uh, just the reach that doing something incredible has on, on the community. Do you want to reflect on that? Yeah, no, I, 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 um, yeah, the, I think that <laughs> restaurants are just such important cultural institutions it's like the first thing that you do when you go to a new city and you get a sense of like the customs the not not just the food like just the experience the design just the feeling of the place so it happens at a restaurant um and uh i i think it you know we're at a time right now where there are like storeless, experienceless websites being created. Just not websites. I'm sorry, restaurants yeah. um, for uh, like uh, delivery and and you know there's there's something a little like soulless about that and yeah. uh, the making sure that these 
brick and mortar businesses um, remain um, as part of our society mm-hmm. is is really something I feel really um, strongly about and passionate about. I like the a world without them. The, yeah, the right. sad world. <laughs> I totally get it. So uh, one of the things you mentioned, uh, you, you're listening to the pain points, you're listening to what was going on in the industry, and you're trying to provide solutions to those pain points. So what and what are some of the big uh, evolutions that, or the, the pain points that you've addressed in the past five years, since 2013 when you got started? How how has everything, how has been Bento Box been evolving since then? Yeah, I think that the, the most, the one overarching thing that hasn't evolved in uh, too much, but has been like really an important foundation is that um, as technology became more important in the dining out experience, restaurants didn't really have a way to extend that experience that they created in the brick and mortar online. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was being facilitated by a lot of different third parties who, who, uh, you know, d- came between them and their guests and, and them and the experience, you know, as a, as a con- customer or consumer, your relationship started being with like these third parties instead of with the restaurant. Mm-hmm. And that, that, you know, that impacted so many things from uh, just the quality to like the economics of the restaurant. And um, that has stayed true as we've continued to grow, making sure that bento boxes always in the background is, is always invisible. And it's really about the restaurant's mm-hmm. brand. And, um, and even in our mission, which is about like helping restaurants succeed in their mission of hospitality. Like our mission is really whatever restaurants we're serving, whatever their mission is. Um, so that's, that's been really important. And the website is the only place online that restaurants have total control of all that. And so that, that was the, the place that, that we started. Um, and, over time, um, it became really important to provide ways to, uh, for restaurants to like grow their business, like actually drive revenue through their website. So their website wasn't just something that get, got someone in the door, but was some, something where people could transact and, and, uh, and really have a, have a dialogue with the restaurant and providing tools, whether it's through like purchasing tickets for events or gift cards or t- placing an office lunch order or signing up for an email newsletter, just these ways to continue to grow the business and, and drive revenue and, and have a line of communication has been something that has been important over time. I want to make sure I understand. So when you're talking about uh, the, the, the pain point that you really saw, it was uh, basic. When you say third parties, you're talking about like online ordering or reservations platforms and, or basically people would have to leave your platform to go to another platform to interact with your company. Is that, is that what you're talking about? Yeah. The idea of having to go to uh, seamless or Yelp or open table to uh, get a, get a menu or see photos or better than what the restaurant could directly provide. Um, that, that was that your relationship became then with that third party and mm-hmm. not with the actual restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that those, uh, directories and third parties became um, widely used because restaurants didn't have that way to represent themselves online. So like, yeah, maybe the menu was better on this other plot on like this third party instead of the website, which had a PDF because they didn't have a way to update their websites in Mm -hmm. text form. I mean, their menus in text form. So, um, but I think that restaurants are at a place now where they're taking back that, that control and that relationship. 
Cool. And the other thing that I've noticed, uh, I'll be honest, I'm, a, I'm kind of a fan of Bento Box. I was, I was a fan before we started. You've been sponsoring the show. And by the way, thank you publicly. Thank you uh, for taking an interest in what I'm doing and supporting my mission of trying to empower restaurant owners. But even before you guys, oh yeah, even before you, you started helping me out, uh, I was like, these guys really got to figure it out. And the reason why I love the Bento Box, uh, the Bento Box brand is because uh, you guys, like you mentioned earlier, you really capture the the brand of the restaurant, the, and you bring that experience, like you say, from the restaurant onto uh, the uh, onto the website, and you really get the story. You get you get a feel of like who that restaurant is. Um, what do you? How? What is there a process you guys take to capture that essence to to tell the story? Like what other like check marks that you're making sure you hit when you're developing and delivering that brand. Well, I think we can, we are, we can, as a company and, and uh, all the different team members who are restaurant facing and work with restaurants, we're able to spend more time and effort understanding the story and understanding the brand because we have a lot of that functionality already built. So our effort isn't into figuring out how to do gift cards that then can be redeemed online and building that from scratch where you go to a, a web designer or developer that doesn't work with thousands of restaurants, they might be figuring work, spend their time figuring that out. And mm-hmm. because we have all of those things built already, like catering orders and, um, you know, things like, you know, delivery zones and adding a tip to the delivery order, just all of these little nuances that are very specific to restaurants because we figured it out, we can just spend time getting to know the brand. Um, and, uh, and I, I think, also, one thing that's really developed is that the importance of photography. And, um, you know, we always tell restaurants, if you're going to spend any a ton on anything, just spend it on photography. Mm-hmm. And it's not it, it's 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 not that difficult to get good photography, food photography. Like, yeah. I'm sure there's like tons of people who are willing to take that oh, for yeah. you, even if um, even if they're not like, a you know, professional renowned photographer. So the photography has become really important because you want, and this is something that's also evolved. You want people to get a feel of what it's like to be in your restaurant and come to the restaurant as opposed to making the website almost become like the restaurant complete with music and all Mm -hmm. those other terrible things that we don't really (laughs) like, they won't speak of. Um, uh, So yeah, so that, those are, those are, uh, some things that have been working well for yeah. us. Um, you mentioned something that I, I, I cringe whenever I come. I do a lot of research looking at restaurant websites to find guests, right? And uh, why is it so bad to have music playing? Just just put some emphasis on this because <laughs> it happens and more than it should. So why is that so bad? Well, it's it's just, I mean, it's the opposite of a, if you're anticipating my needs and I'm sitting in a quiet train station <laughs> and I'm trying to make reservations and, and music starts blaring out of my computer and I'm embarrassed, you just you know, yeah. really giving me a terrible experience of your brand and I'm, and, and, uh, and you've embarrassed me. What's the first thing you the do? First, uh, the first thing I yeah. do when I get that is I, I hit click and I, I exit out of the, the website and w- yeah. the, the transaction yeah. just stopped and I'm going to go like yeah. try to find another restaurant or like, or at least like, you know, lower the volume or something, but you don't, like you said, like, it's just like, it's that first impression, yeah. right? Sorry, I didn't mean to totally yeah. interrupt you. But, <laughs> no, uh, I think you're right. I yeah. think you make a good point of like you just close it out because you're just so like want nothing to do with exactly. it. And it's like the most terrible first impression you can give anyone. So one thing uh, that I think 
that I know Bento Box does really well is treating we say in the the ad that airs in the show right that a lot of restaurants look at their website as a static brochure and that it really should you shouldn't look at your restaurant as a static brochure but you should look at it as fill in the blank how should we be looking at at our, our websites I mean, really an extension of the brick and mortar property. I mean, any, uh, the same, I mean, this is a, sometimes an analogy I use is the same way the POS is the center of the brick and mortar property. Bento box is the center of the digital property. It, it helps the digital property run in all way, everything from updating content to pre- processing transactions to, um, you know, hosting press and uh, communications. And so there's, um, so it's, it, it can be so much more and there's so much to take advantage yeah. of. Like said, said, like simply and quickly, like you want your restaurant website to go to work for you and to be automating things in the background. So what things, uh, in today's age, what things should our website be doing for us that most restaurants websites are not doing for them? Yeah, well, well uh, one big thing is, um, we help restaurants save a ton of time. So if they're posting, for example, new menus or press, um, you, you know, you want to get uh, a large of reach as possible, but you don't want to have to go to Twitter and Facebook and your website and all these different places to post that. So we have a lot of automation built in so that knowing that restaurant owners are not technologists and they're not going to, they don't spend their time on a computer all day. They're on the floor um, making, finding ways to just uh, make that really um, easy for them. Um, is important. And then on top of that, uh, again, just like every website should have a, a credit card form on it for whatever thing that needs to happen within whatever whatever type of um, services they're providing, whether it's uh, like, are you going to have somebody really write down their um, credit card number on a piece of paper and then fax it to you and then it's laying around your office and it's yeah. just like we shouldn't you know yeah. for to like book a private event or something like that i mean we just uh it's 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 a it's a very insecure experience yeah, exactly. <laughs> um so so i think yeah having a credit card for in the same way you have a credit card swiper in your brick and mortar um are just a couple ways so how are we how how should we be using our website to drive revenue what are you doing differently or what what are some things we should be thinking about to use our, our website as a tool to drive revenue. Yeah. So the, I mean, there's, there's a couple really like uh, obvious things in terms of, um, you know, somebody who is looking to possibly dine at a restaurant, you have their attention for a very short amount of time. And when they're on your website, the menu should load extremely quickly and it should not download a PDF on my phone, which I don't know where to find. And, and, and you've just, you know, missed that opportunity to get me really excited about going to your restaurant. Or if I want to make a reservation or find your address, like don't make me work for it. So these are a lot. It's like anticipate my needs. This is what I'm coming to the website for. I either want to know, know, look at some photos, look at the food. uh, I mean, look at the menu or um, or find out how to contact you or, or get there. Or to learn the story, possible. right? I feel like not yeah. a lot of restaurants tell the story. Like, here's who we are. Uh, yeah. That's another thing. Uh, what else What else can we be doing to, to drive revenue with our websites? Yeah, so, so, you know, getting people in the door through, like, these user experience considerations. Um, and then, as I mentioned, um, finding ways to, like, actually do transactions online through gift cards, through taking catering orders, through promoting private events to um, to uh, doing like selling tickets for like a New Year's Eve event. 
Um, why, you know, why have someone call to book that or, or shoot them over to something like Eventbrite? Again, another third party that's taking the rest your guest away from your brand and the experience you're trying to curate for yeah. them. So that's, um, that's another important thing. Um, and then one, um, we get this pushback a lot when we suggest that restaurants have an email sign up form on their website. They're like, oh, we're not doing email marketing yet. We're not there yet. And, and it's like, well, you're going to need to have the addresses of email addresses of people when you're ready to do that. Mm-hmm. And um, these are people who are opting in to want to have a conversation with you and have a dialogue and stay up to date. And there's there's no collecting email addresses is like such a no brainer. Um, I think it's interesting how we don't have a relationship with our, our dialogue with our restaurants that we love, these establishments we spend so much time in um, once we leave mm-hmm. and we, and we should. Yeah. And listening to you talk, it's like, and, and I can think of this in other examples too, like with the POS company and, and the, the platforms of the future, in my opinion, are going to be those platforms that do offer the all in one, because what happens is uh, you need all these different variables to, to uh, run your business successfully. But what ends up happening is you have like, you know, $20 over there, $30 over here, $50 over here. And you have all these different technologies that you're using to, to do things right. Uh, it adds up real fast. And the other issue yeah. with that is, uh, it doesn't, all these systems don't play well together sometimes. Mm-hmm. So the, the platforms of the future, are there going to be those platforms that do offer the all in one, the, you know, all, all in one platforms like Bento box. Um, and uh, I mean, I, I guess do you want to add on to that. Like, am I making sense? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think the most important thing that is that, you know, I said, I said earlier is that, that, Restaurant owners are, they're not in front of a computer all day and they're not technologists. And so taking all of those things that they would need to do online and, and bucking, bucketing it into one, um, but staying very focused on one industry being like restaurants. So it's not restaurants and pet shops and, and auto dealerships. It's just restaurants. Mm-hmm. Um, you're able to cr- create uh, an experience and a product that goes like addresses these needs really directly mm-hmm. for the restaurant owner and doesn't force them to, to yeah, use a bunch of different like platforms, which they're not going to do. I mean, it's not even that like anyone even tries to do it. People just do not do it. Yeah. You know? So you put a lot of emphasis yeah. on uh, the idea of automation uh, and efficiencies and the time that we save using uh, a platform that's focused on the, the restaurant owner. Uh, can you list some of those efficiencies and some of the things, some of the ways you've helped restaurant owners save time. Uh, maybe you already have, I think you kind of touched on a few examples, but can you really get like crystal clear and like the, the ways that you're helping restaurant owners save time? Yeah. I mean, it's, um, it's just so, I mean, okay, how much time we got so many, <laughs> so many different, I mean, it's just, it's, it's, it's all very tiny, tiny little things. Um, like I mentioned the pushing things out to social media, um, on our dashboard, we pull in the latest press hit and reviews from all the different sites. So you don't have to check them in all different places. Um, if you want to place a catering order instead of doing a phone PDF thing, um, you know, we have a whole credit card form and we have a management system in the back end um, uh, and like it automatically sends out emails mm-hmm. as like reminders to both the guests and also the restaurant staff. And so it's it's all of these like tiny, tiny little things where on their own, they seem very, very obvious. But when they come together, it's almost like being at a restaurant. So it's all of these little things like 
oh, your water's filled or like you dropped a fork and another one's right there for you. It's it's all these tiny, tiny things, but those details are what make it, um, you know, an exceptional experience. So, um, so those are sort of, uh, and another thing actually, sorry, I'm jumping around a no, lot. No, it's fine. Restaurants use a lot of different platforms and um, in terms of platforms they're already using, whether it's like um, uh, reservations or if it's like uh, um, certain email marketing providers or, or online ordering, we have really easy ways to integrate with those things. So you don't have to like copy and paste code and like figure out how to make this widget work on your site. Mm-hmm. It's just, you just put in like one number and it all works on your website. Like, beautifully and it looks like your brand so all of these things are kind of built right in absolutely uh we're gonna take a quick break to thank our sponsors you and then we'll be right right back i got a couple more questions we'll wrap it up all right guys it's time to get real and answer this question honestly does the quality of your website match the quality of your restaurants if the answer is no you need to do something about it because 89 percent of your guests will go to your website before going to your restaurant so you've got to make sure you're bringing it to all aspects of your business and this is where bento box comes in not only will bento box help you deliver your brand and your story online but it will help you leverage the full potential of the internet because websites are no longer static brochures. They're dynamic tools that help you drive revenue. With Bento Box, easily update menus, promote events, share press, sell gift cards, take catering orders, and book private events, plus way more directly from your website. Find out why Bento Box is trusted by thousands of restaurants around the world, including past and future guests like Suvla, Pizza Emily, 11 Madison Park, The Meatball Shop, and more. Head to getbento.com and make sure you mention Restaurants Unstoppable to get up to $1,500 off your initial setup. Payroll and benefits, it's hard. Sometimes it feels like a foreign language, especially for small businesses. I mean, you, you're too busy running your business. You don't have time to be an expert in all things taxes and regulations. That's why there's Gusto. Gusto is making payroll, benefits, and HR easy for small businesses. Modern technology does the heavy lifting, so it's easy to get things right. PC Mag and Fit Small Business have called Gusto the best payroll for small businesses. Gusto will save you time. 72% of customers spend less than five minutes to run their payroll. Gusto is more efficient and reliable. Four out of five customers actually reduce payroll errors after switching to Gusto. People who succeed in this industry have access to systems and information, and Gusto will provide both. You no longer have to be a big company to get great technology, great benefits, and great service. To help support the show, Gusto is offering our listeners an exclusive limited time deal. Sign up today and get three months free once you run your first payroll. Just go to gusto.com slash unstoppable. G-U-S-T-O dot com slash unstoppable. And we're back. And uh, so the other question I asked for you is what the future, I wanted to know what the future of restaurant websites look like. Like what do we need to be considering if, if we're not already doing these things and, and what's like on the horizon for things that we should be thinking about doing in the near future? Yeah. Yeah. And that's a good question. So I, I think I'm going to take like a little bit of a different approach okay. to answering this in that, you know, with, with bento box where it's really about like, 
powering every digital touch point between the restaurant and the guest. And the website is the first means for that because it's the first place online that restaurants have total control of their brand. But as technology evolves, there there are different ways that restaurants will um, communicate with their guests, whether it's through like SMS or messengers or email or um, like voice activated things, whatever that ends up being, we really want VentureBox to be the underlying uh, technology that powers that. And so, um, so I think that that's the way that I would, it's really not just about websites, but about the technology that helps like the restaurants um, uh, like have that relationship with their guests. And I do think that like different types of messaging, whether it's SMS or, or through like chat or, or different things like that are, is, is, uh, having that conversational type mm-hmm. of technology is something that would be, that's already happening. You know, you got a message coming through Yelp, through Facebook, and you got an email, you, you have to like take, you have to accommodate all those and helping, um, restaurants manage that better is, is, um, something we're thinking about. So you're talking like having like a dashboard that is on the back end of the website that you're able to monitor in to see, uh, who's talking to you from where they're talking to you and just being able to respond all in one place. So you're not like got 15 windows open and going crazy, pulling your hair out is what you're saying. I'm not, I, I, I'm not saying, I'm not saying anything. I'm saying hypothetical. I don't want to, you know, and then I say something like this and then it's like, why hasn't this happened? I'm not, I'm just saying hypothetically, um, uh, I don't know what that looks like. You know, I don't know if it's going to be a dashboard on screen or, but I think that this is something that's going to continue to become um, an issue. Yeah. Uh, what, uh, the whole idea with, uh, apps, where do you, what's your thought on apps and apps being the kind of the way to, to, to be the, mobily at least or multimedia or digitally being the, the closest way to connect with your guests. Do you think that's accurate? I don't think so because I, you know, everyone, every, every person that has a computer or a phone has a browser, but not everybody has specific apps. Mm-hmm. And I think actually the things that are happening with online ordering and reservations is actually working in bento boxes favor because it used to be that you went to open table and every restaurant was on there, but now that's changed and yeah. you don't know what platform every restaurant's on, but you could go to their website mm-hmm. and, and, and yeah. do that. So, so, um, so no, I don't, I don't think that apps are, are, are the way for restaurants to go if they have like less than thousands of locations. Okay. Cool. Um, yeah. Good to know. Um, the other thing I'm curious about, uh, you just mentioned voice automation. Uh, are you, do you see in a future where we're going to be able to speak to websites? Is that what you meant by that? I was kind of uh, surprised by that, that statement. Uh, no, no, I, <laughs> I don't think that, that that's, that that's the future, but I, I, I think it was, it was more of, again, like a, like a hypothetical of if whatever means of communication right now, like the internet and the browser is uh, an important means of communication. But as those things evolve in the future, um, we want VentoBox to be like powering that. So okay. like if we are powering your gift cards and you have, I, I, this is completely hypothetical. This is, I'm not saying VentoBox is doing this or is even thinking about doing this, but if you have an Alexa, you want to buy a gift card to a certain place. Yeah. If that's being powered through BentoBox, then BentoBox will power that. And you ask Alexa to buy that buy that gift card and send it over to your mother. 
You know, and that's that okay. type of hypothetical scenario. Yeah, absolutely. In uh, a, a dystopian world that gets created. I'm curious, and this is just me being totally <laughs> curious now and trying to take advantage of talking to an expert. Uh, what are your thoughts on bots uh, in restaurants leveraging bots? Because that's kind of like uh, – looking at like, like entrepreneurial people who are uh, leveraging bots to automate parts of their business. Do you, do you see that being something that restaurants should be leveraging? I have mixed feelings in that, but I'm curious what you think. Yeah. I mean, I think that they have a long way to go, but I do think that there are probably some very obvious things again, like stuff that Bento box have has data for like menus or hours or, or like a a dress or things like that, that is already in the, in the, like we're already using that data. And then just the delivery method of that, whether it's on a website or if it's through a bot, you know, I think there, there's something interesting there that could be time saving, but I believe that we're pretty far So what we're talking about when I say bots, by the way, are chat bots, basically the ways to automate communication with your, your customers or your guests. And the reason why I'm kind of wary about that is because you don't want, there's a certain human element that people want when they are engaging with a a restaurant. Um, And you don't want, you want to be careful not to automate certain human elements in this industry. Uh, And I think it's important to leverage technology, but not, not at the expense of the human connection. And that's why I'm a little, I, I'm wary about how we're going to be leveraging bots uh, on the, in the future of hospitality. Um, do yeah. you have any thoughts on what I just said? You know, I 100% agree. I think that technology should just enhance your experience yes. and, and make it better and not replace mm-hmm. the entire experience. Um, so yeah, 100% with yeah. you on that. So, oh man, I think it was Jeff Benjamin who said that, you know, when you are looking at technology, to or to leverage technology, you need to leverage technology so you can increase the human touch. When you, there's when it enables you to automate certain parts of the 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 the, the job or the the work that you do, so it's dr- yeah. taking you away from the human element. Uh, if you can automate that, so you can spend more face time with the guests or training, that's when you want to leverage technology. Or if it's a technology that your guests want that they're asking you for, then it's hospitable to extend them that that service because that's what they want. Um, any thoughts on what I just said? Yeah, no, I, 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 I totally agree. Um, and I think this also in, in some way relates back to, you know, BentoBox is not a, a DIY platform. Yeah. And, you know, maybe if we were serving a different industry, doing something that was DIY, which means do it yourself, like built like a builder, like a Squarespace or a Wix, which are all really great platforms, but very different than BentoBox in actuality. But, um, you know, we help, we are, helping the restaurants get on board and, and, and guiding them through the, the best practices that they should, they should use on their website. And, and it's because we work for the hospitality industry. Mm-hmm. So replacing that and forcing them to do something that's do it yourself is just, is not, is not going to create a great experience yeah. for our customers. So you just mentioned something and as you talk, all these new questions are coming into my head and this is kind of <laughs> how I'm used to doing things is like just listening and uh, being curious. Uh, I, I think that uh, some of these platforms like Wix are great platforms for people who are on a very tight budget, but what are some of the things that you don't get with Wix uh, that you, you might want to consider uh, evolving your platform or upgrading to a service like Bento Box? Like what, what are the reasons why we'd want to take it to the next level that we can't get with like Wix or something like that? Yeah, I mean, I, and I think that you hit on something really interesting that uh, these services are very like affordable mm-hmm. to to begin with. Um, but what Bento Box does um, out of the box, for lack of a better word, would cost like 
hundreds and thousands of dollars to customize these different platforms to get them to the place that bento boxes out of the you said hundreds of, of thousands of dollars oh yeah oh yeah i mean wow. we've spent so many years on this so you know we've gotten <laughs> it to a place where it's exactly you know what what a what a restaurant owner is looking for and needs um and maybe in a lot of cases might not even know that they need yeah. or would be helpful to their business um so so um i think that that is uh, keeping that in mind that even though the investment is less upfront, the value is going to be reflective of that mm-hmm. um so um you know, there's, there's that, there's, uh, and then, uh, yeah. And then also like the integrations, which with tools that restaurants are already using, um, horizontal platforms like Wix and Squarespace have some of those, but we, I mean, being focused on the restaurant industry, we know all of these like random restaurant, you know, only tools that are being used and we make sure that our websites work with them, you know? Mm-hmm. So when do you think a good time for a restaurant owner to um, step up their game, their, their online presence, if they're on a budget, right? If they can't quite afford the, the cost of having a, a robust platform, like, like Bento box, like when's a good time to consider, uh, like when do you, when are you ready for that in your opinion? Well, I mean, I do, <laughs> I agree that many restaurants do grab, like, graduate to a bento box website but i i you know we have a lot of we have new openings yeah. uh we have mom and pop shops and in, in you know uh not major markets in like north carolina yeah. or oklahoma and, and and our platform facilitates all of these and i think the important thing with that is even though the upfront investment be more the value that you get out of it, the time saved, the revenue driven that actually help your helps your business is 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 really is very high. And so I think I think from the beginning, it's very it's um, a restaurant should should consider using Bento Box because the value that they get out of it is going to be is going to be there immediately. So I'm curious, is there an example like a, a number you can give me that not being specific with the actual restaurant because we don't want to like give away that private information, but give me an example of, of the impact Bento Box has had on revenue on how you've been able to help a restaurant drive revenue. Is there an example you can think of like a, an actual number that you can think of? Yeah, I just I remember, you know, we have different um, you know, ways that we communicate within the, our company. And whenever there's like wins for our customers, we, we share them. Um, and we know that uh, there was this restaurant that I don't even remember where it was, but uh, it was not in a major market. Um, had never sold gift cards before. Had been in business for a, a bunch of years and signed up with Bento Box. And, it, and granted, it was around the holidays, but they've gone through had gone through multiple years of holidays in the past. But within a, the first week, did over six thousand dollars worth wow. of gift cards. And this was not a trendy New York restaurant. It was just you know people had they had a following. You know they had people in the area. You know and you and uh, they've already you know paid for six you know, years of bento three to six years of bento bucks in that one week, you know? And so it's, I think it's, uh, there's tons of stories like that. Cool. Awesome. So anything we haven't discussed up to this point, things that you were hoping we would cover, uh, that we didn't cover that you want to bring up before we start to wrap things up. Yeah, I think, you know, uh, as a technology company, we talk a lot about features and, and the actual technology itself. But I think the thing that makes bento bucks, extremely special and unique is the people and the team and the culture that we have here. Um, we really put uh, the customer first. We're really passionate towards the hospitality industry. We have 
many, many people have worked in the hospitality industry um, before working here. And, and just the way we treat each other, not just the way we treat our, our customers, is one that's just very rooted in hospitality. Mm. Um, and and uh, I think that there's like a sort of a coldness and a stigma to being a technology company. And, and I'm really proud of the way that we've grown as a company to to remember like where we came from in the in the in the industry that we serve. Um, one fun thing that we do, um, like a a perk we have for the company is if they go out to a bento box restaurant, um, they can expense the tip because we want to make sure all our employees um, uh, expense the tip, meaning that they submit their receipt and bento box will pay them back for the amount that they tipped the restaurant. Um, and we just want to make sure that we're giving back to our customers the way that, you know, they've, they've, uh, it helped us grow our business through the years. That's really cool. I'm, uh, you mentioned something that kind of piqued my interest, and that's uh, having people who have worked in the restaurant industry on your team. So how has that influenced what you guys do, and how, how is that unique to the services you provide? I mean, it's so, it's, I mean, it's so important. I think that restaurants are getting sold things left and right, I think more than any other industry. Yeah. And uh, talking to someone on the phone that's like, I, uh, I've been there. I know what it's like. I know how hard your day to day is. I'm not just trying to sell you any random thing. I'm trying to, as someone in, from the industry, I, this is something that I know is going to help you. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that, that, that it goes a long way. I don't think there's anything that, uh, can, can replace that. So it's, 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 um, it, we love, you know, people on our team that have hospitality experience. It's super important. Absolutely. Well, I've had a blast learning more about Bento Box. Uh, like I said, I've been a, a big fan of what you guys do uh, for a long time. And I agree with what you just said uh, about uh, not wanting to be another platform that just is focused on selling to restaurant owners. And, and I'm right there with you. And that's one of the reasons why Restaurant Unstoppable yeah. exists, because I want to learn from those who are successful in the industry. What are they using and what are, you know, why? And it's like a, a crowdfunded information, right? Of people who are in the industry mm-hmm. sharing knowledge. And I think that was one of the reasons why I was so drawn to Bento Box early on is because you, I I'm always looking at websites or researching my guests and the, the top dogs out there, you scroll to the very bottom of the page and it's like, Oh, here's Bento box again. Like, what is it that this company is doing? Why are they finding all these incredible restaurants? Uh, but it yeah. was, it was an honor to, to learn more about your story, to, to share what makes you special. And, um, before we say goodbye, I got to ask you to, to call somebody out. So who is one independent <laughs> restaurant operator? Somebody you guys admire. And I'm really excited for this because you guys are connected with so many great restaurants. Uh, who do you admire and think would be a great uh, guest on the show? Um, well, we, you know, I'll preface this by saying that we have company offsites twice a year where our company goes and spends a day like doing some workshops and team building. And we always bring a customer in to do a, an interview. And the last one, which we just had like uh, two or three weeks ago, we had Gabriel Stallman from Happy Cooking Hospitality come and speak. And it, he was just like, out of control in the best way possible. He had so much energy and he just keeps it so real. He's so authentic. He doesn't sugarcoat anything. And, um, and working with him and his team and they're, they're just such a creative and like always like pushing the limits, um, in, in everything that they're doing. Um, and just so humble about it. And, uh, you know, like, being so open about like if, a re- if concepts not working, like why that happened and being not having any egos. And so anyway, we had a great experience when uh, he came and spoke to our company and we were all fired up and, and super inspired. Where is and, he located? Um, I'm curious. 
um, they're he's uh, they're in uh, New York and well, I have a lot of properties in the West Village and then have just done um, a few properties in the Freehand Hotel, which I think is in Gramercy okay. area. Cool. Yeah. All right. So. Gabriel, look out. I'm coming after you when I'm in New York. I'd love to sit down and talk to you. And let the folks at home know, how can we uh, learn more about VentaBox or connect with you guys if, if we're interested in uh, taking our, our website game up a notch? Yeah, just getbento.com is always a, a great place to start. Fill out the form on there and, um, and, and get in touch. Yes, that's uh, get G E T Bento B E N T O dot com. And if you mention Unstoppable, you can get up to fifteen hundred dollars waived on your initial setup after setting up the demo. Uh, so do take advantage of that. Uh, and when they get when they follow that link, is there a field to, to mention Unstoppable to fill in like Restaurant Unstoppable, or do they just tell the person that they're um, speaking with on the other end? How does that work? Well, we are uh, very super advanced and we will know (laughs) when they've come from Unstoppable. But there's also a field that uh, that they can fill out when they fill out the form and there will be a person they can talk to so they can also mention it. So there's Uh, many ways. So just head over to restaurantunstoppable.com slash bento box i'll have the links in the show notes use those links they'll know you came from me they're very advanced like we just discussed uh but make sure you mention restaurant unstoppable to get that that uh, up to fifteen hundred dollars on initial start off waived uh and thank you so so much crystal for taking the time to share your story to share your knowledge uh of where the industry is going with technology and websites uh, there is no questioning you and bento box are unstoppable thank you <laughs> this was fun cheers So there's another episode wrapped up here at Restaurant Unstoppable. Crystal, thank you so much uh, for taking the time to share with us uh, what makes Bento Box so great, but also uh, where we should be or could be with our, our restaurant websites. And I think the big things I took away from this conversation is that your website should not be static. If it's a static still website, that's not going to work for you. I mean, you're really not leveraging the, the technology that's at your disposal. Uh, you need to have a dynamic website. So what's meant by dynamic and, you know, it, it's, it's going to work for you. It's, it's moving. It's fluid in the background. It's driving revenue. It's saving you time, uh, doing things like automating, like, like the schedule, like, a, like scheduling events and then actually having the credit card forms right there. So you can be charging people and, uh, your website should be making you money. When we think of websites where we think of it as an expense, but you should really be thinking of your website as an asset to help you increase more channels of revenue. Uh, so is your website doing that for you right now? Yes or no? If the answer is no, then maybe you're limiting yourself right now. Uh, so some of the other things uh, that I think that are, are really cool was the idea of, uh, you know, you you don't want to have so many third parties. So you might be only paying so much for your website, but now you're using this plugin and that plugin. And, uh, you know, you, you're you're pulling a menu from over here and you're you're using this service over there and over time, having all these different third-party platforms that plug into your website, it, it adds up and it gets confusing and it, it makes things, it pulls people off your, your platform. You want to keep people on your platform. So, I mean, there's a lot of variables to consider when looking at your restaurant website. And I think that she makes a good point. Uh, Crystal made a great point when she said that you got to think about the time you're going to save. So what's your time worth? And I think that's one thing when you're trying to justify the expense of something, uh, you really got to stop and ask yourself, 
what's your time worth? In one of the biggest lessons I've learned in the show is you got to know where your lane is. Uh, if you're not tech savvy and the time that you're going to have to invest to learn and figure these things out and to do it yourself, um, if that's not your lane and you have nobody on your team that's really strong there, uh, you know, you, you really might want to consider outsourcing somebody to, to do it right because you can't cut corners today on your online presence, your, your brand online. You, you just can't do it. Like Crystal says, your website has to be an extension of your brick and mortar rest- restaurant. You got to be digital. Like it has to extend digitally today. So great stuff. Uh, like always, guys, if if you have a subject or t- uh, anything you want to talk about, please write me Eric at restaurantunstoppable.com. I'm here to go to work for you guys, but you got to let me know who you want to hear from and what topics you want covered, and then I'll I'll have a clue. Uh, and also keep those five star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher Radio coming. They help so much. Uh, but the best way you can support this podcast, guys, is by sharing it. Uh, who do you know who could benefit from the stories and advice from those who are proven successful in the industry? Uh, we're the average of those people we spend the most of our time with. And with Restaurant Unstoppable, you can surround yourself with the most successful restaurant tours in the world. It is invaluable. Give this podcast as a gift to somebody you know trying to do great stuff. And uh, also, uh, while you're listening to this, I am in Nashville, Tennessee. So uh, Friday, the 16th is when this is going live. I'll be in Nashville, Tennessee. I'll be there for about a week, a week and a half. I want to meet you. If you're listening to the podcast, uh, shoot me an email, Eric at restaurantunstoppable.com. Reach out to me on Instagram or Twitter, Eric Catchatori, Facebook slash restaurant unstoppable. Uh, let me know uh, you're around and uh, you listen to the show. Uh, let's get a beer. Let, let's, I want to learn about how I can uh, serve you better and what you like about the show, what, what, you don't, what you don't like. Let me know. All right. So, if you are interested in Bento Box, be sure to head over to restaurantunstoppable.com slash Bento Box, B-E-N-T-O-B-O-X. I'll have the links to that uh, that special offer up to $1,500 off uh, set up. But you have to use my links. You have to make sure they know that you came from Restaurant Unstoppable. So if you can't remember that spelling, you can also remember restaurantunstoppable.com slash 440 either one of those will work. It'll bring you over to the website and uh, thanks for sticking around this long guys. I love you all until next time. Peace out.